You're listening to The Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Alexi Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. I've never considered myself a pet person. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, right. someone who has always had a pet. So you never had a pet? Well, I've had a pet, but I'm saying even now as an adult, I don't consider myself one of those people that needs to have a pet. Well, yeah, because you're a hermit. That almost sounds like, like a somebody's pet, pet yeah. right? Like how many hermits do you have? Right. You have a hermit? I have you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I have a three bedroom, two bath cage that you keep me in. <laughs> yeah. So when I was little, I had a dog. Okay, I don't have a lot of memories of this dog. He was a German Shepherd. Oh. The color all German Shepherds are, right? right. Black and brown. And I don't remember him much except that he was always in La Marquesina. You remember his name? If I remember his name, I would have started with his name. Obviously, I'm <laughs> skipping over that because I am ashamed that I was not apparently a good owner of pets back in the day. Okay, so we'll just call him Fido. Fido. That's the name you thought of? Well, in Puerto Rico, it'd be Fido. 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 Right, because it was a Puerto Rican dog. Right. So, like all Puerto Ricans, he was very loud. Was he an outdoor dog or an indoor dog? Well, he was out in La Marquesina dog. Okay. So, he was a Marquesina <laughs> dog. Gotcha. Right? So, so I don't have a lot of memories of him, including whatever happened to him. Oh. I just oh. know that he was around and then he wasn't. <laughs> so you don't know how he passed away. I'm just going to assume that he just disappeared. Mm. Just wandered away. Just kind of disappeared from my life and from my childhood. If we skip forward, when we moved to New York, we didn't get a dog because we lived upstairs. We shared a house with my aunt and my cousin downstairs, and they had animals. Oh. Notice how I referred to them as animals. Mm. So whatever, pets. Yeah, whatever love I felt for uh, pets it stayed in Puerto Rico or disappeared with the German Shepherd. <laughs> so they got this dog, which is like a small to medium-sized dog. I don't know what breed it was. It was, uh, oh, I know the breed. It was uh, stupid. It was a stupid breed, right? He was always barking and biting people, and they called him King. Mm. That was his name, King, which I think upset me because I'm like, why is this stupid dog named King? He's so dumb. He shouldn't be the right. King. Call him an idiot or Present. dunce. Dunce. Or, or jester. A jester. Yeah. Hey, jester. You yeah. know, a buffoon. Right. So I always hated dogs growing up because this dog was so stupid. It, you know, I'm talking about dogs that bite their owners. Oh. oh That's no. what I'm talking about. And, and where the owners, my cousin and my aunt, would be like, oh, he's just hungry. Oh, that's because, you know, I messed with his food or looking for excuses. Right. And I'm like, that dog needs to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so once that dog disappeared, I don't know how. He just did. Okay. So I'm just going to connect these dots no, here. No need to connect dots. I'm just telling you a story and you're getting caught up in this in the small details. I'm just saying two dogs disappeared around you. Uh, did you notice that, Alexi, too? Yeah. No, he just the, has a hold touch. On. The first one was in La Marquesina. It was not around me. I was not in La Marquesina. But you said it disappeared. That's correct. And King. Yes. Probably found another kingdom. And it I, disappeared with I was, you around. Well, I was, well, he was in the basement and I was two <laughs> stories up. Okay. Okay. So that's my alibi. Basement is Puerto Rican for Marquesina. No, well, yes. In New York, that would have been La Marquesina. That's right. where all dogs go to disappear in, in La Marquesina slash basement. So then they moved on to a cat. Oh. Uh, and it was a white cat and they called her Coco. And I don't even know why she was even a pet because Coco was never in the house. <laughs> Coco belonged in the streets. It was you a street mean? cat. Right. And then they would leave a, like a little bowl of food or whatever on the porch and Coco would just, you know, come by whenever and leave. Coco was gangster. And then Coco would like scratch people. You know what I mean? Oh. And then that's okay. It's because Coco's hungry. 
that's all. It's because you're messing with Coco. And I'm like, Coco's got to go. Let me guess. Coco disappeared. I'm going to I'm gonna have to admit to the fact that, yes, Coco disappeared. Oh, okay. But I'm okay, saying, yeah. I, listen to me. I have I had nothing to do with it. I know what this sounds like. I know it sounds like I'm guilty. I'm if not. If you were in court, what does this sound like? It sounds like I'm going to jail. Yeah, but, exactly. but, but luckily, we are not in court. We're just having fun and just sharing stories. I'm telling you, I had nothing to do with their disappearance. See, he doesn't want another pet because if that happens again, where they just disappear. Yeah, it won't be a co- coincidence anymore. Yeah. No, there'll be a knock on my door. It'll be proof. So let's jump. Some years, and during my first marriage, uh, we were just kind of living alone. And I guess being newlyweds wasn't enough. We're getting bored. So uh, my first wife missed, I guess, her family in Puerto Rico. So I figured, let's just replace your family in Puerto Rico (laughs) and get a dog. I know what this sounds like now, but back then it sounded like a brilliant idea. Right. So I'm like, well, we don't have the money to buy a smart dog, (laughs) right? Like a pure breed. Right. Let's go adopt a dog. So we went to the shelter and I'm like, go pick a dog. She picks a hound. Like, oh, I don't even know what how else to describe it. It's a, one of those like low, big, fat hounds. With long ears. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so she fell in love with it. And the dog's name was Ladybug. Mm. This dog was, again, low to the ground and big. So probably like 50 pounds, right? Wow. So we live in an upstairs apartment. We got all this stuff for Ladybug. Got the bed, got toys and all this, right? So we're coming home. I'm like, okay, so my first wife, she's going to be happy because she's got Ladybug. she got somebody to take care of, right? Because I was in law school. We're going up the stairs. I'm carrying her because she's too fat to go up the stairs, right? (laughs) So this was going to be your daily routine to go take her out to go to the bathroom. I didn't think that far. I I don't know why (laughs) I didn't think that far. I just thought my first wife would take care of it, right? Right. So Ladybug starts to wiggle, right? And so I put her down. Oh, no. Right? Oh, God. Ladybug then says- And Ladybug disappeared. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to disappear myself before you make me disappear. So she goes down the stairs. And of course, the apartment complex is right up against the woods. Right. And Ladybug decided to, I don't know, uh, reacquaint herself with nature. And did you follow her into the woods? No, because I'm not an outdoorsy kind of (laughs) guy. No, that was an excuse. He just accepted it. Yeah. I'm like, uh, this is the fate. Yeah, it disappeared. That all my pets or all animals around me face. So who am I to find it? Right. But I wasn't just going to go upstairs. Because now my first wife is distraught. Now she misses her family and the pet that she almost had. Right. right? So I start doing the only thing available to me is just to call her out. Ladybug. Ladybug. <laughs> she doesn't know her name yet. Ladybug. Well, you that's literally the, had her for hours. Well, that's the name the shelter gave us. Oh, okay. Right? Gotcha. So I'm like, Ladybug. Ladybug. Nothing. Well, I'm thinking, well, why would you even come to me? There's a reason why you ran away from me. Right, like this dog is not that dumb. This dog was smart enough to leave us. You probably looked like the last owner, and Ladybug was scared. Like, oh no! Interesting, you say that because when we called the shelter to be like, uh, the dog you gave us ran away. Can I get a refund? Right, she was like, oh man, we were afraid that would happen. Why? Uh, Because Ladybug comes from an abusive home. That's sad. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, you know, because she was abused and and we thought she was, you know, she was better, but she probably saw something in you and got away. And I'm like, what? Like you looked like the owner that she had. I'm like, I, I am totally harmless. 
with the exception of. of the few dogs that disappeared. Right, right? three dogs that have already disappeared. But, but they didn't run a background check on me. Ladybug doesn't know that, right? Like, it's supposed to be a clean slate. I think Ladybug just kind of saw that my marriage was where it was at. <laughs> I think Ladybug could see to the future and be like, uh, these two ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I'm out of here before there's me getting rid of two. Yeah, because this marriage is doomed, okay? So I want no part. I'd rather, you know, risk my life in the woods than go into that marriage's home. So did you ever get her back? No. We just called the shelter and they went in the woods and they got her. That's it. And they were like, oh, do you want to try it again? I'm like, no, that's a sign. That dog does not belong to us. That dog belongs in the wild. What happened to all the ladybug stuff that you had bought? Returned. You know what's interesting? I never took the tags off. <laughs> wow. Maybe I had a premonition. Right. Right. I'm like, uh, maybe hold on to these things. And I kept my receipt and we just went. When I say we, I meant me. I had a dog run away one time too. We had a, a Dalmatian that we had for one hour. We picked it up. Purebred Dalmatian from oh, the breeder. Purebred. Purebred Dalmatian, but it was a year old already. We got him to the house in the Dominican Republic, and we had iron gates in the in our house. Like a prison. <laughs> no, just like the entrance where you drive your car. It was prison. <laughs> Remember, no. they were rich, so iron gates, they have to protect their oh, No, we weren't. House. But- <laughs> you notice? Yeah. Good, great point, by the way. You notice how I made the joke about prison? And he was like, no, no. These were iron gates at the entrance. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thank you, Alexi, for reminding us because you were wealthy. We weren't. And so these gates, did they have like uh, a guy that would come out and open it and he was dressed in a black suit? No, they didn't. They opened by themselves? Jose would open them in the morning and close them at night. Jose, was, Jose was your gatekeeper? That was me. Oh, you. Yeah. Oh, I thought he, had, <laughs> he had a guy. Jose would come out. Hola, senor. Como estas? I don't know why. Oh, he had, it's a Mexican guy? Yeah, you had Mexican guys <laughs> helping you out. That's how rich you were. You would fly people in from Mexico to gotcha. open your gate. Hola, buenos dias, señor. Déjame abrir el gate. Because he didn't know how to say gate in Spanish. Gotcha. So the Mexican people would say it in English. Gotcha. Hola, te cierro el gate ahora y te lo abro el gate por la mañana. <laughs> so somehow the Dalmatian got well, through the gate? No, we brought him home. The gates were open. We brought him home in the car. I get him out of the car and he has no leash or anything. And he just bolted out the gate and gone. Had him for literally an hour that we got to the house and that was it. So he was so purebred that he knew that that rich house was not for him. <laughs> it was not a rich house. He just did not want to live there. He's like, nope, I'm not living here. See ya. He didn't want to live in a mansion? I guess not. I don't understand. But, you know, Dalmatians are not the smartest dogs. Though. They're not. And that's what they told us later. And I like how they told you later. But I, I kind of want to hear that conversation. How would that conversation go in the Dominican Republic? Um, Excuse me. Dime. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just a little emotional because I, I lost my dog. Um, the dog that I bought from you. Perdiste a pitufin. And yeah, but I didn't really lose him. He, I put him on the ground. He ran away. Co- él salió corriendo solo. Yeah, you, he was supposed to be living with us. You said he was a smart dog. Es que eso, no, esos perros no son muy inteligentes. Son, br- son brutos. <laughs> sí. Es seguro que vio algo. Él vio a alguien vendiendo coco o algo y le cayó otra. No, no, all we have is our servants and our maids and, and all the workers. Pues se asustó. Él se asustó y salió corriendo. Why? Is it because we're too wealthy? Eh, probablemente. Él no está acostumbrado a dinero. What's he used to? Él está acostumbrado a que le den cositas, lo, lo que sobra. Oh. Lo que sobra. La sobra. acá! <laughs> Fast forward uh, a few more years and a few more marriages. And uh, and I got I actually adopted a dog 
right outside of a Quiznos uh, subplace. They had an adoption place right next to Quiznos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like get yeah. a get a, a sub, get a soup, and get a dog, and get a dog. And yeah, get a yeah. Dog for free. It's a so sale. there was these people walking around a dog and posting up signs. So when I read that they were adopting this dog, and they had the dog right there. The dog must have been like a month old or something. At the time, Sandra and I didn't have the boy, so I'm like, you know. Um, I think a dog could, you know, kind of be good preparation for right. a child, right? right? Uh, and make sure that this dog does not disappear, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it would not look good on my application. So they were like, you know, you can adopt them. All you got to do is pay for the shots, right. reimburses for the shots, and you can have them. So we brought him to the house, put him in the backyard, and he just felt comfortable. He, he looked great. And he was a mix between uh, a boxer, a pit bull, and a lab. Oh, wow. So he was a really, really beautiful dog. And we called this dog Lola. And that dog... Ended up being with us for quite a while and even through the birth uh, of the boy. Yep. Uh, do you remember? Do you have any memories of Lola? Not many. But I remember Lola. Great videos uh, of him playing with Lola. And Lola was the smartest dog. Mm -hmm. Now, because we took it to school, you know, there was no way I was going to bring in a dog from the street, right? From literally in front of Quiznos <laughs> and just, you know, expect the dog to be smart. So we took it to school and we trained her. And this dog was very smart. Maybe barked three times while we had her. Didn't bite anybody. Tore up a few of Sandra's uh, chancletas. Right. But, you know, besides that, really obedient and very loyal. She was also very friendly. Yes. That's very, what I remember about Lola. Very loving. And when we brought the boy home uh, from the hospital and, you know, the boy was crying and everything, she would always follow us around. And wherever, you know, we would lay him down, she would lay down in that room uh, with him. Very, very loving. But pets and me, there's always a bad ending. <laughs> I'm starting to see a trend. So uh, when I left the law to pursue comedy as a career. And I went to Chicago and everything went downhill, right? You know, uh, we ended up having to foreclose on the house. They repo the car. Sandra and I got a divorce. Sandra had to move in to, with her mom into an apartment, all that stuff. She couldn't keep the dog because the dogs were not allowed. Right. So she had to give the dog to a family who lived in a house with other dogs and kids. And Lola ended up living an amazing life. But in essence, I get it. She disappeared. She disappeared <laughs> yeah. from your life. I managed to make her disappear. And um, I know that I didn't start um, this podcast with this intention. Uh, but su suddenly I feel like uh, a lot of this should be edited. If you ever end up with another dog, I would uh, suggest that you name it Houdini. Houdini. Yeah, because I have a feeling it's going to disappear at some point again. That's nice. Thank you for making me feel better, by just, the way. Just putting it out there. No, I think the best solution is just not to get a dog. Oh, okay. You get me just to, just to play it safe. Because yeah. I've tested Emily on it. You know, I've been like, um, what do you think? We should get a dog? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so she doesn't like pets either. Well, she has a dog. Oh. She had a dog in Chicago. Oh, my God. I just thought of this. But because she moved here, it kind of disappeared. Oh, so you both have that issue then. <laughs> no, no. I couldn't no. say we both. I got to. He caused it. I, think about yeah. it. Oh, she moved to him. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I would love to kind of bring her in on this. But uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't sell that. So right. now her sister is taking care of him. Gotcha. So I kind of like made him disappear from her life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So what is the purpose of a pet? You know what I mean? Because we can't just think about, you know, dogs and cats because people have all kinds of pets. A friend of mine in college had a snake. Mm. That's what he brought to his dorm room from his home. Was, that you lived with? Uh, no, but I often visited him. Really? Right. And the visits were short. Yeah. 
very short because he had one and then the next semester it was like three and i was like uh you know uh no because i went to visit him one time and i'm like oh mira eh, how come there's only one right and he's like ah the other two are here somewhere yeah that would be my fear wait me boy you know i (laughs) wait for you outside so my friend ethan in gainesville actually has a bearded dragon what is a bearded dragon it's like a big lizard. It's a giant lizard. I wouldn't call it giant. It's like, or the one he had was about like a foot long and it was the best. He made me want to get a bearded dragon. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, that's where I step in. Okay. First of all, you don't want to get a bearded dragon. You know why? Why? Because it's going to disappear. I, <laughs> if I've learned anything in this episode so far is uh, please have no animals around me. It never ends well. But what was it about this bearded dragon that made you want to have one? Well, I mean, like, they're not, like, super active. You know, you can place them on your thigh and he won't move for, like, an hour. So you love the fact that they were low maintenance. Yeah. That they did nothing. Exactly. But isn't the point of a pet to do stuff with? Like, uh, like I think I'm thinking of a dog, right? Cat's not going to do nothing. No. Cat well, does stuff on its own. Cat uh, does the opposite yeah, of what you it, want it to it's do. It's whatever it wants to do. Right. Like, come here. Where are you going? Like that. Yeah. yeah. I can't really get a dog because I'm allergic to them. And even the hypoallergenic dogs sometimes give me hives. That was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you were still in mom's womb, I was like, God, please, please make him allergic to animals. Please, so that it's never an issue. <laughs> Please, I never want my son to say, Dad, for Christmas, I want, please, God, please make him allergic. I don't want to disappear another dog. Please, it's been too many already. And not only is it low maintenance, but like, it's just different from like any other normal pet, like a dog, a cat, stuff like that. Now, do you think a dog is scared of a bearded dragon or do you think a bearded dragon is scared of a dog? The bearded dragon wouldn't care. I guess that kind of makes it cool, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just so nonchalant in everything it does. And then if you hold it by its like body and like don't support any of its legs, it'll like spin its tail around and it turns into like a little helicopter. And that's fun. And it's really fun. <laughs> right. Well, this reminds me, by the way, Ethan is Cheyenne's brother. Yes. And Cheyenne has her own set of interesting pets. Yeah. Right? Wasn't she the one that had a rat? Rats. Rats. Yes, that's right. And that was discussed. Uh, Episode 233. So check that out because that's very, very interesting. And so you were there and you got a chance to spend some time with the bearded dragon and... One of the rats. So what exactly did you do with the rat? Well, she just placed it on my hand and I just kind of let it go up my arm. You know, I pet it. She placed it on your hand and you didn't freak out? No, she placed it on my hands and it kind of like moved around. Oh, that's it. See what I'm saying? It felt like a big hamster. No. No, no, if it felt like a rat and if it had been in my hand, (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm not saying what I would have done. I'm just telling you, I used to play baseball. Okay. (laughs) I'm not saying, I'm not saying what I would have done. I'm just saying I was a very good baseball player and I could throw the ball very far. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So what did you end up doing? Well, I just let it kind of go up my arm. I only had it for like a minute and then, you know, I switched off with somebody because someone else wanted to pet it. Oh, did it climb up your arm on its own? Like it it just climbed up your arm? Well, I mean, I had my arms out. So once it was placed on my hands, it kind of just, you know, moved around and then it climbed up my arm. And they just chilled on your shoulder? No, it chilled on my forearm. Like, that's where it stopped because it couldn't go up my muscle because it was at too steep of an angle. Humble. He's humble. (laughs) I like how he said, my muscle is too steep of an angle. You know, he was trying to go up. I'm not holding it at a flat angle. The rat had its own plan until it ran up against my muscle. Right. My Mount Vesuvius. It's way (laughs) too steep for a rat to climb. 
I don't think the rat knew what it was getting into. <laughs> no. Have you looked at my shoulders? Yeah. I mean, it's quite a climb. It's got a train to one, get up these pythons. One, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one flex and it's going flying. Yeah. He, you see how humble he was? <laughs> well, he was going up the arm, no problem. But then he got to the, the biceps bus. and he was struggling. It was too steep. He was yeah. stuck. Yeah. <laughs> he got to my shoulders. He wanted out. <laughs> So when I heard this story, I was like, man, the things we will do for girls, right? <laughs> because if Cheyenne takes her rat and says, would you like to hold it? If you're interested in Cheyenne, you're not going to be like, what? No. That's Ew, disgusting. No, right. no you're going to be like, oh, my God. You know, this is the moment I've been waiting for my whole life. This is all I've ever wanted. While inside, you're going, oh, don't put it on me. While inside, yeah. While inside, you're going, uh, is there any way <laughs> that I well, can like, leave this room right now? What if I pretend to die? Yeah, what quick. if I just pass out? Oh, she'll probably place it on top of me. Okay. What if I start crying? Would that help? No, that won't help. Thankfully, I got the rat like three days into the vacation. So I had already had my experience with like, you know, the bearded dragon, the hamster, the ferret. Um, I don't care how many animals you name. But yeah. It's still a rat. The mental kind of aspect of holding a rat is hard to get over, but it's not that bad. You see what I'm saying? The mm. things we will do for a girl. Yep. Jose, have you ever done anything? Well, I dated a girl that had a pet rat, too. And we talked about that in that yeah. episode. Yeah. So have you ever done anything besides that? Have you done, ever done anything just that you're doing that you know is crazy, but you're doing it only to impress the girl? Oh, yeah. I'm not too fond of heights. I'm not going to say I'm afraid of heights, but if I have the option, I'd prefer not to. Oh, I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I don't know if you're afraid of heights I don't know if you're not, you sound like Alexi when they probably asked them, would you like to hold the rats? I'm not, I'm not saying I don't like rats. I'm saying <laughs> I would prefer not to touch one, but if I have to, I will. I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm saying I don't prefer them in a way that I love other things. Does that sum it up? Yeah, that sounds okay. So you're much. afraid of heights. Go ahead. I'm not afraid, but oh, I prefer not oh to do them. You know, do you have a problem with the word fear? Are you afraid yes. of anything? What are you afraid of? Uh, nothing. I, I knew it. I knew I knew you were going to say nothing. I, I'm not afraid of nothing. Yeah, you must be afraid of something. Um, Besides heights, what are you afraid of? Um, Come on, big Jose. Spiders, I guess. Spiders, I guess. How about okay. um, golden Oreo vanilla cookies? I'm not afraid of them, but they're my they're my nemesis. Oh, oh, you're afraid of them. Yeah. You're afraid of what they can do to you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Good job. So what happened with this girl? So we were at a camp where you do ropes course. So it's like high elements where you're on belay and you're climbing up stuff. And there was this one where it was just a pole, just a pole. And when you get to the top, you got to stand on the pole. So you know the pole on the top is only like a 12 inch circumference just enough room to like put your feet together to, and to put one foot on maybe two so you have to stand up there straight up and then what's jump. in the bottom like uh mats or no a net ground oh death you're on a rope but you still you're like is this rope really gonna hold me when i jump off of this yeah it's uh, it's usually you know when you die they go well, that's that wasn't supposed to happen right so how high up was the pole the pole was roughly 30 feet in the air oh that's that's death height the thing is you climb up and as you're climbing up they're adjusting your rope your belay so once you're up there you can't come back down you gotta jump to this trapeze thing that they have and try to grab it. If you don't, you just come down slowly by the belay. And you did all this for the girl? Yes. And the girl's watching? Yes. Okay. That was the whole, she's like, why don't you go do it? You can't say no. Dale tu primero. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. Come on, let's do it. Why, that's why I right. came here. 
Well, when I put my foot on top to like stand up, my foot was shaking so, so much that it was like, I, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to stand up. But it was shaky from excitement because yes, you're not scared was, of heights. I was so excited. Right. You're so excited to be <laughs> right. so up high. So from a, a half knee bent position, I dove at the thing already. Like, oh, I was like, oh, I didn't hear him say that you had to stand up straight first. Yeah, I, I was just, ready. I, I actually just Superman daddy. Yeah, when I saw the training video, I thought it was as soon as you touch, you got to go because it's like a hot plate. You can't spend too much time on it. You got to push off. Right. And did it work? It, I did it. And the belay held me. I'm here. Right. But, <laughs> but what the was not? Well, there you go. <laughs> so, so what happened? What did the girl say? No, I dated her for a while, but that was it. She was like, oh, okay, I'll try it too. I guess she was testing it to see if it was going to hold. And then if it worked, then she was going to do it. you were going to survive. Right. So you were like a crash dummy. Uh, yes. So I was the guinea pig. So how did she do? She did, she did fine. Did she actually stand up or did she yep, get her actually leg shake? stood up. Oh, so she did it better than you. Yes. Notice I had to get this part of the story out of you. Yes. You didn't just say, hey, and then she did it and she ended up doing it better than me. Right. She uh, did. Yeah. And yeah. then the other part, there was another part too. Oh, there was another part. Yeah. Then we climbed this tower that was probably, that one was about 50 to 60 feet in the air. Oh, you, you weren't done after the 30 foot. Right. Because mm -hmm. she's like, let's go do the big giant zip line. Oh, now she's feeling brave right. because she, you know, she ended up doing so much better than you. Now you're tagging along with her. Yeah. She's like, come on, let's go do the zip line now. And, and you wanted to like, be like, um, why don't we just kind of eat let's ice cream? Let's do lunch. Can we hold hands? Can, Can we, we go do... swimming? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much stuff we could do. On the ground. Yeah. But nope, we went to the zip line. So as we climbed up there, she went first this time. Oh, she just did it. Yeah, I could tell you right now that relationship is going nowhere. And I was like. She left you behind. Literally left you behind. I can't walk down because yeah. then I'm really going to look bad. Mm -hmm. So I just held on to that thing and just took off. And <laughs> the whole time prayed, don't let me scream. Don't let me scream. Don't let me scream. <laughs> So what's the craziest thing you've done for a woman? Well, I would say for a girl. Okay. Because when I was around the boy's age, I liked this girl and she lived a few miles away. Right. And a few miles like, well, seven. Okay. Right? So uh, I really wanted to go see her uh, and spend some time with her, but uh, there was no rides. Gotcha. Right. And this was before cell phones and all that. Right. So I wanted to spend some time with her. I'm in Puerto Rico, right? I'm leaving the next day. I'm running out of time. I want to go. So I'm like, I'll just walk there. I mean, I had been driven there, so I kind of knew where it was. <laughs> so right. I just walked there. Seven miles. So yeah. Two and a half hours later, I get to her house, you know, to surprise her. I look disheveled. <laughs> right. Okay. Like you I, ran a marathon. I look horrendous. Like they need to give me uh, medical treatment. Right. But I'm like, no, I just, I just want to spend time with you before I leave for New York, guys. And I just, can you have some water? And I didn't really enjoy my time with her because I kept thinking, I still got to walk yeah, back. Seven miles back. And nobody knew where I was because I just kind of left the house and, and went walking. I didn't think it was going to take two and a half hours. I just thought I'll be right back. Right. So now it's getting dark. And remember, in Puerto Rico, where I was walking to, it wasn't like country roads. I was It was like highway because that was the fastest way. Wow. So I'm walking like on the side of the highway kind of thing. <laughs> And I'm like, well, now it's even worse because now it's even dark. So I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even know what you're saying to me right now because I'm thinking about my, my walk back. Did you ask him just to give you a ride back? No, I wasn't going to be like, oh, excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. Um, I just surprised you guys to spend time with your daughter. Can you give me a ride back? No, <laughs> that's not the way it works. I was lucky enough that they were letting me spend time with her. Did your family find out what you did? Yeah, my aunt came to pick me up. Oh, uh, and so she found out you were missing. Because I called her. 
And I'm like, um, can you pick me up? So she was like, yeah, sure. Thinking that like, I was down the street at the Burger King. And uh, what'd she say? She was like, oh, where are you at? And I'm like, uh, you know, um, you know, this girl's house. And she was like, yeah, I'm there. She's like, oh, my God, what are you doing over there? That's on the other side of town. And I'm like, I know, I know. Just pick me up. And they've never let me live it down. Okay? To this day. That I walked seven miles to spend like 45 minutes with a girl because by then it was so dark. I had to get back. Mm. So what ended up happening with that girl? then? Nothing. <laughs> she disappeared. Not- no, <laughs> she disappeared from my life. And that was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Alexi Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, mi gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can follow me on social media under Jose A-Rod. And don't forget to leave us those five-star reviews. We love those five-star reviews. And we will be reading them on air. And don't forget, my dad's on Cameo. That's right. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Make grilled cheeses with waffle. No, no, we're not going to make any more grilled cheeses with waffle iron because you don't even make grilled cheeses with waffle iron anymore. Well, that's because I haven't made a grilled cheese in a while. Well, why don't you make that your statement? I haven't made a grilled cheese with a waffle iron in a while. Yeah, that's a good sign-off. That's a a (laughs) really good sign-off. That's like you're going, palante soon, once you get going, eventually. Right. Ladybug.